On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Keith and I dive into the biggest storyline heading into the 22-23 campaign. What is that for the Philadelphia 76ers and what that means for this team in general as they get things started in less than a week? We'll dive into it all next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day welcome you are locked on 76ers i'm divine Givens from 97.5 the fanatic radio in philadelphia alongside my co-host and partner as always the inquire.com's beat reporter keith pompey what's up keith what's popping d how you doing bro uh, man, each day closer and closer as we get started with the NBA training camps and media day getting underway. And uh, Sixers are now six days away from media day where we can have some fun and uh, talk to the players, see where they are as they get ready for camp. And before we get into it all, thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen uh, every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube right here, Locked On 76ers. Well, Keith, we need to talk about the uh, – Biggest storylines heading into camp. Uh, Embiid, uh, it seems like he's going to back off of the MVP talk and uh, just let the game speak for itself. Where is he with his candidacy? And finally, the new age limit that they've proposed in the NBA. We'll talk about that in the final segment as well. But we begin with the biggest storyline of the season, training camp six days away. And the biggest storyline there, a lot of things that, that we look at for this year with this team in general. So I want to talk about the biggest storylines going into it. And, and for me, uh, if you don't mind me beginning first, mm-hmm. uh, really your question, and you were, as you said, you were eager to find out what my biggest storyline of the season will be. Uh, for me, it is um, with all the depth that they have on this team and where we expect them to be, for me, it is really about team chemistry overall with this basketball team because too many times when we look at teams with a bunch of talent and we look at this team right now with so much talent from Embiid to Harden, Harris, Maxey, and, and and then the rest of the of the group, there's a lot of talent there and a lot of minutes. And when you mentioned it in the past, how is this all going to work together without players being frustrated with the lack of time in general that they may have out there on the floor? So for me... It's the chemistry, the continuity, and the togetherness in general where no one will be too worried about themselves and it's all about team because we know that that can fracture a locker room if they are not on the same page. And while it all looks great in preseason, we certainly know when the ball actually tips off, we get to January, you're not seeing the amount of time that you believe you are worth, but knowing that the team is still winning, how much will you complain as a player about your individual minutes when the team is having that team success? So for me, it is about the continuity, the chemistry of a basketball team that's looking to make a push into the NBA Finals. Yeah, I mean, that's a good one. But to me, the biggest storyline is James Harden, in, in, in my opinion. I mean, I you know, and I, I get what you're saying. It makes a lot of sense because they are bringing a lot of new people here. But, but I think, you know, heading out up to this, like as the season ended last year, the, the main questions was, were they going to get tougher? Well, we, we, we know that right now that they have a, a tougher team, right? 
Um, so I agree with you. We got to see how they're going to mesh on the court, though. But the other storyline, the big one was James Harden. Like, what would James Harden come back as? You know, would he be continue to be more of a facilitator or would he be, you know, uh, go back to be more closer to the James Harden that he was in, 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 in the Houston Rockets? So for me, the big storyline is, does James still have it? Now, we, we've seen some videos. We've seen that he shed a lot of LBs, a lot of pounds. But at the same time, how is he going to play? Now, again, one of those things he always talked about was last year, this was Joel Embiid's, was the MV, the league MVP in his eyes. This was his team. His object was the um, objective was to get Joel the ball. That's what he wanted to do. And but right about now, it's kind of sort of we realized when the playoffs came that James has to be the closer. He has to be a guy. Yes, he's going to facilitate but he has to be able to take over at times. And to me, the big storyline is if is James Harden going to be able to do that? Because to me, this team will not be successful in the way that they want to be successful. We're talking about winning the championship. If he's not, I do agree with that. 100%. And, uh, the, the unknown of, of who he will be. It's, a, it's an interesting thing because when we, if you look at the football aspect here locally in Philadelphia, where you know a lot of a lot of that is relying on Jalen Hurts and just the unknown of who he would be coming from the mm-hmm. offseason, some of the improvements that he needed to make, and that's with a younger player, but not uh, with the same stature of James Harden, with former MVP and ten-time All-Star, uh, Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, NBA seventy-five member. Yeah, it's very simple, man. I mean, the guy has to come out there and and be all star like and 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 still have that type of that type of game left in him in order to help this team out. And also know that, yeah, you're right, Keith. This is still Joel Embiid's team. As much as there are many teammates on the squad now that previously played with James Harden, this is Joel Embiid's team, and he is coming in to uh, be a, a part of it. Yes, he may have a bigger voice and, and all of that. And, and showed in a different way as far as the leadership goes. But it, this is Joel Embiid's team. And as the point guard, though, he, he needs to be able to do multiple things like facilitate, but still be able to score the basketball at a pretty decent level to make sure that there's enough pressure on the defense where they cannot key in so much on Embiid and Maxie and Harris. Harden has to be all-star level James Harden. Will he will he make the all-star team? That's not my concern. The more the more the more important point of it is to be at that type of level where he can be that type of threat against the defense. And I, I agree with you when it comes to James Harden, he is certainly a, a huge key, a big storyline heading into camp next week. So I, I agree with you on the other side, we need to talk about, as we talk about these storylines and the keys, it is in B's team. What are his chances for the MVP in this upcoming season? Does it really matter? We'll dive into it next right here. Locked on 76ers. Yes. Does it really matter? That's the question, right, D? Does it really matter? And, you know, I, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. I have my, my points. But right now, let's talk about, about Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your pro college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year opening week's game. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. 
the fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet online where the game starts. I'm telling you, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Make sure you do it today, folks. Thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast for nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. We have so much coming up with the start of the season, like MVP awards uh, for around the league and predicting who will be the MVP, who who will be the uh, most improved player, things of that nature. Maybe Tyrese Maxey will be in that conversation for this upcoming season. But MVP chances, last two seasons, Joel Embiid finished as the runner-up to Nikola Jokic in the NBA's most valuable player uh, chances, Keith, for the award. And he got a lot of criticism. And I thought it was a bit unfair only because while he may have wanted the award, who wouldn't want the individual award saying you were the best player in the league? While he wanted the award and would talk about it openly, I mean, Keith, he also spoke about when he would answer those questions, he would say, but I want to win a championship. So I always looked at it and felt like he was being attacked a little bit too much when he would answer the questions that were asked to him. And he would always talk about winning the championship. So that being said, what do you think his chances will be this season? And do you think it still matters to him after the two years where he said, you know what, I've done all I can do now. And I just, I'm tired. There's no more talking about it. Let's just go out there and just play basketball and let the chips fall where they may. Um, I, I think he's going to do the latter. Like, I think he's going to come out there and let, let the chips fall where they may. Um, but if we're going to be honest, I mean, winning MVP matters to everyone. Basically, if you're playing, everyone wants to be everyone wants to be an all star. Everyone wants to be the MVP. I think that he was just being honest. Now, it always sounds good to say, I don't care about that stuff. I don't think about that. That's kind of sort of like whenever I hear that stuff, it reminds me of a a, a college football player or a, a college basketball player after they play their final game of the season. And people say to them, the in media ask them, hey, uh, was this be your last game or, or are you coming back next year? And the guy always says, well, you know, I haven't given that much thought or I haven't thought about it right now. I want to enjoy this moment or I want to like uh, be, be, you know, uh, I want to uh, take help, take care of my teammates because we're down. This is all about the seniors. And then the next morning is like, oh, he's going pro. You know what I mean? So so like, you know, what I mean, and I think the one thing. So when you ask an athlete that and they're like, oh, I don't care about it. Uh, yes, they do. You do. You do. You do. And now a lot of them, I get it because there have been certain players who said, hey, I'm going pro right afterwards. And they got criticized by people because, hey, your team just lost and you're just being selfish. But they were just being real. So to me, you know what? It's tough to say that Joel Embiid is going to win MVP because, you know, you look at him and, and last year I felt like he should have won it, but mm-hmm. there, there, you know, is an objective award. You know, you get certain media members who say, Hey, but look at what Nicola did. Look at this, look at that. 
You know, look look what Kevin Durant is going to do if, if he plays the full season. But when you look at Joel and you say that it's tough because last year he had to carry that team for the majority of the season, had to carry the Sixers. You know, I, I feel like this year, if, if everything goes well, it's not going to be all on his shoulders. You know, so maybe if the 76ers have the best record, maybe if he dominates against Boston, Milwaukee, yeah, he'll probably get it. But outside of that, I don't know. I don't see it because I felt like last year, and, and this isn't hating on him, but like I said, he was my MVP. Yeah. I felt like last year was his best opportunity to win it, but other people went with analytics. They went with this. They went with that, and it was the reason why he didn't get it. I agree with you, and uh, I really do believe that he he, he will have, again, a, another chance to, to do so. Will he get it? Probably not. I think that time may have passed unless he just goes all world again, which I do think he's capable of. Uh, but, you know, the team's success will also play a big part in it. And uh, like, like I said at the top and like you also mentioned, I don't blame him for saying that he wanted the award. I would have wanted the award. You want the award. You want the award for best writer in the NBA. <laughs> you know, I want the award for best radio host in, in, in Philadelphia. We all want that part of it. And he's talking about the best of the best in the entire basketball world. So uh, his chances are still there, but I do think he will talk about it much less and, and, and deflect it now a, a little bit more when asked about uh, that in general. Well, Keith, we also need to talk about a new rule, which they're looking to move from 19 to 18 for players to join the NBA. We'll dive into that next in our final segment right here, Locked On 76ers. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm Devon Givens, and that's Keith Pompey. As uh, we uh, are here to talk about 76ers, six days away from the start of training camp. Keith, uh, remember in 2018 when the uh, NBA draft was going on and a lot of people were discussing quite a bit that there would be an age lifting in the NBA where they allow players to come into the league, again, straight from high school. The rules as of now, we know you have to be a year removed and um, – and the age of 19 to play in the NBA might change, man. They're proposing once again, having that done sooner rather than later. Yeah. And I mean, I, but see the thing that the ruling that they had yesterday, you know, that came out that, you know, as far as 18, to me, that's not really the rule that a lot of people care about. Like, I think the people care about is, you know, uh, you know, just going straight from high school to, uh, to the NBA and, and let, let's be real. There's been a couple guys like Jaden Springer was young when he was drafted. You know, he was one of the youngest guys in the draft, a couple other guys. But for the most part, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, they need to get a, get rid of the one and done rule. You know, now, hey, let's face it. The NBA is kind of sort of benefiting from it right now with the G League uh, Ignite team. You know, you get a lot of guys who come out. They don't want to go overseas. They don't want to go to college. So, so that's working out. But, you know, it seems like, yeah, that it, it, it could be leaning towards that way. But, you know, the, the goal is for LeBron James to, to play with his son, right? And it's funny that he signed a two-year extension because then once his son, <laughs> once his son is, uh, is eligible after his freshman year of college, then LeBron could go wherever his son, whatever team grabs his son. So, you know, that's where we are right now. And, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, 
when I heard the 18 thing, it was good for, for the kids, but I was hoping to read a, you can go straight from high school to the pros because let's keep it real. Yeah. It's like yeah. one of the only sports that you do it in tennis. You can go at right out of high school. There's a couple other sports. You can do it, you know, right out of high school. Now football is a different animal. I understand that baseball, you can turn pro right out of high school, you know? So, you know, there's not a lot of guys who go straight from high school to the major leagues, of course, but, but at the same time, they're professional athletes. And I think, you know, you, you, the NBA should go back to that ruling. I agree. Something to, of course, monitor as we go along. And uh, I'm very, I am very curious to see how, how it all plays out and see what they decide because there's now money being made from high school players having sneaker deals while they're in high school, having sponsorships while they're in high school. And you, you, you now you really have to be careful, too, because you want to make sure that their motivation is real of them really thinking that they can play in the league. And it's not just about the money since they're already starting to collect checks at an early age. So that that's that's uh, one that we are definitely going to have to continue to monitor and, and see where it goes from here, because. Jaden Springer and some of these others, there are so many misses when we also count the number of hits of guys that have made it at a young age coming out of the NBA. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, good stuff. Keith, appreciate it as always. Got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76 as your first listen every day. Keith, you might as well tell everybody the rest there about the NBA 50. Yeah, n- now go and make the NBA top 50 on Locked On NBA your second listen. Which NBA player moves the betting line the most this season locked on in the bet bet online odds makers present the nba top 50 most valuable players find it on the locked on nba wherever you get your podcast and on youtube and you can do it today now here's something else i want you guys to do what you need to do is wherever you go and you get that locked on nba the the nba uh you know podcast all that other stuff you can get the Locked On 76ers podcast. You can also follow my man D by at the Divine Giving Show on 97.5 FM on Philadelphia, right? You can also follow him on Twitter at Divine G975. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers. And starting on Monday, you can start re- reading my articles in the Philadelphia Inquirer and Inquirer.com. It's going to be a blast this season, folks. We're going to have some good stuff for you, we hope, all year long. And hopefully the 76ers will give us the right content to make sure that we bring uh, everything that we possibly can to you and make it fun and informative all season long. Keith has been doing this already. I just now have the opportunity of being with him for the entire 82 plus the playoffs instead of jumping in in the middle of the season. So really look forward to it. Keith, as always, man, thanks. Really appreciate it, and we'll, uh, we'll catch up tomorrow. We'll catch up tomorrow. All right, y'all. Peace.